We're working out the kinks tonight, getting all the kinks out to get these uh, live streams a bit smoother. Call from Greenhouse. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. Yo, yo. What up, Panic? Yo, what's good, man? What's your name? And, uh, this is Greenhouse, where, where man. You from? Where you from? What's your name? Where you from? Uh, Greenhouse, North New Jersey. All right, bet, bet, bet. What do you think about this, man? This uh, this Derrick Rose trade. What do you think about it? How is it going to affect some of the younger guys on the team? I think it's perfect. Well, first of all, shout out to you, man. I love the channel. I love the insights. I always stay tuned. Definitely, but definitely. Terms of Derrick Rose, I mean, I think it's perfect. I think it's perfect for more than just basketball. First, we need to get out the zone. Second of all, we got too many guards. We can like just clean that up and stop wondering about DSJ. We don't need to wonder about that guy. And honestly, we don't need to wonder about a couple other guys either. We can start cleaning up. Yeah. Mentoring, I don't know what he's going to do for that. I don't know if he's that kind of vet, but he's going to do everything we need him to do. I don't mind if he starts. I don't mind if he comes off the bench. Mm -hmm. Whichever one. He's not going to play more than 25 minutes. Nah, definitely. I mean, I don't think he could. Like, the way he likes to play, Matt Athletic, I don't think he could, I don't think he could do more than, like, 20 minutes doing that, especially at least if Tibbs want him to play some sort of defense. I don't think Rose has the stamina to do that anymore. I think he's still on the restriction. Yeah. Wait, I don't wait. know who imposed it. I don't know if the teams just imposed that on their own with the, how the Knicks review it. They're probably treated the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think about Frank, man? Wait, wait, hold up. My bad. First first of all, when you said, when you had said um, the Knicks are cleaning house, you mean like cleaning house from like the... Uh, the Steve Mills era, like all the guys that they picked up, because I noticed some yeah, of the guys I mean, they just got doesn't serve us anymore. I mean, I'm not gonna say they're cleaning house. I'm saying we should clean, like just clean up a little bit. Like we got all these loose ends. If we all right, think about it this way. I, I look at players like I like Frank. Frank is my guy, but if he's not in the rotation, I look at Frank players like like VSJ. They're like holes in the bucket. Like if we're trying to pour development into like Obi Toppin and R.J. Barrett, and we kind of like, you know, I feel like some of the development is weak. Like, we're worrying about these extraneous guys and we're not even playing them. It's kind of just a waste. We should just trade them. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel the same way about Randall? Like, what do you think about that since he's taking up top of the Ooh, spot? that's my guy. Well, I slandered that man last year. I <laughs> called that man Julius Randall. That's my guy now, though. I think I speak to everybody on that. Yeah, but how do you think, how do you think they feel about him? Because they definitely spent that, that top you know, first overall pick, you know, not overall pick, but the first round pick on Randall, knowing that, I mean, on uh, Obi Toppin, knowing that Randall occupies his position. That's mad weird, <laughs> I right? don't know, man. I think they picked Obi before they feel, uh, before they knew Randall was going to blow like that. Yeah, yeah. Randall's still young, too. Like, I believe he's like 26. Still in his prime. I'm not hit with the draft bias, bro. If, if we had, if we had, stuck with like Kevin Knox for that long and he started blowing up then we would feel mad good about it right oh yeah yeah you know it's crazy I'm Kevin. not like I'll treat Randall like we could build I look at Randall like somebody we could build around cause his game is stable he doesn't rely like it's not like he, I don't look at any part of his game like in the next six or seven years that any part of his game will like decrease it's not like athleticism or anything like that he plays like kind of a slow plotting game he's gonna be strong he's gonna not be strong no more so like, I don't. I look at him as doable, reliable player. He's like an eighty-two game, twenty-two and eleven guy. Like, why not? Yeah, yeah. As long as, long as he's not 
dribbling like crazy because I know I know you'd be nervous just like me looking at him dribbling on top of the key. Oh, <laughs> a little way, way less nervous. What do I get nervous for now? Oh, I get when they kick it to Alfred in the corner. I get nervous <laughs> nowadays. Yo, he be thinking them joints too. Randall's that stretch we've been looking for. What is? I think in the what maybe over the last two or three games he got to be over like fifty percent from three. Yeah, yeah, Randall is definitely doing his thing. But my only thing is like just this whole Toppin situation. Like, where does Toppin get room to grow? Get them heavy minutes so he can kind of get in rhythm. That's why I'm trying to just, you know, I'm just trying Angel to see past the trade the line, bench. what they're gonna do. Like, what are they? What are they really thinking? You know, ain't Lamelo Ball coming off the bench still though? Yeah, he's he coming off the bench, but I think he's he's playing decent minutes. But I don't think Toppin is getting those type of minutes right now. Cause it, it doesn't matter Toppin starts or not. It's just the, the I'm I'm looking at the minutes logged in. It's not that much, you know, especially for a young guy. You know, you kind of got to get in rhythm. That's true. I don't know. I, I really don't know, but I, I have no idea, like, the prescription for Toppin. Like, he looks like he's going to be good, but they, like, <laughs> this looks like, <sighs> it looks like they don't know what position they want him to play right now because of the Randall situation. Yeah, yeah, Randall, man. Just Randall, you know, this season is unexpected. No one really expected him to be playing like that because we see a glimpse of it when he was in New Orleans. A little bit with uh, Peyton. They was doing their thing for like a few weeks when, uh, what's his name, Anthony Davis was out. But, you know, last season, I don't know if because the, the Knicks didn't have any direction, Randall did not look like that at all. And then this season for him to come back the way he is, it's just kind of throwing everyone off. It's like, damn, we drafted a, a power forward. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what the fuck is going to happen now? I think they were counting on, I think they were counting on moving Randall at that time when they drafted Obi. My thing is right now, are they still counting on moving Randall? Like, <laughs> I mean, what if they... Oh, you think they're still moving Randall? Yo, his contract is not even guaranteed for next year. They're taking an option. I don't not. I don't think they got an option. I, I think his, his contract is just not guaranteed. That's it. Nah, it's... um. Oh, you're saying it's a well, two-year... Ain't a two, that an option? It's a, you're saying it's a three-year with a... It's really like a two, three. Yeah, the third year is a club option. Oh, okay, okay. So we can just take him or leave him. Yeah, and we definitely true. take him or what? He's he getting paid like Jack Levine money. Nah, like I think I think his contract is more incentive based though. Like this year, he might hit some of them incentives. There's, I think like making the all star. Yeah, he got like a million dollar kicker for all star or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right? and then making the playoffs. And some like all defensive kickers too. Yeah, I mean, or no, I think it's like all NBA. Yeah, and then um, also for the Knicks to make the playoffs, I mean, the fact that now the 10th seed could, you know, be in the knockout rounds, that may kick in for him as a bonus. I say build around Randall. I mean, I'm not like, <laughs> ain't nothing about Obi Top that makes me feel like we got to get rid of Randall right now. Now, yeah, I feel or the same all. way. I feel the same way. I'm just wondering what what is the, what is Leon Rose and his team is thinking? Because, you know, they be making moves behind closed doors, man. They don't let nobody know. <laughs> you know? I mean, they let they let go of Alonzo Trier out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? As soon as they got there. So and they, they didn't really explain that shit to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like they 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 make their moves low key. I like that. Oh yeah, definitely. We we definitely actually talking about moves. making moves. Talking about making moves. 
you, you do you think we can finally start? At what point we start we start calling Scott Perry a good GM? Is it is it when we pick with the Dallas pick and it's like a good player? Scott Perry? I mean, I don't know because he's kind of. I can't even say it's him that's really making the decisions. I feel like they just picked up his option because you know Leon Rose showed up. He probably didn't have a guy in mind to take his position, but he's. Oh, you think they do a weekend at Bernie's with Scott Perry? Yeah, I think so because. I don't think that's their guy to go on, like, I mean, we'll see what they do this year, but he had a, a, a one-year option. They just picked it up, but he's like, they, they, really they, they kind of they giving him they got the, some good guys behind them. They're kind of giving him the Elton Brand treatment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not really him making the, the, the choices out there in Philly, you know? I don't care what it is, man. When the choices that they're making, I'm rocking with those. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't been, it hasn't, well, I mean, since Leon Rose came on board. It has been it has been pretty good. I can't front. Yeah, man. I think that I think it's gonna take that Dallas pick for us to be like to start looking at the moves we made since when did Scott Perry come? Twenty eighteen. Scott Perry, he showed up. Um, yeah, the same time. Yeah, like twenty eighteen. One year, one year after Steve Mills Fizdale. got promoted, right? Yeah, the same. I think the same year as Fisdale. Yeah, twenty eighteen. Yeah, but since then. Been a bunch of cap clearing. It's been a uh, we flipped a role player. Oh hell yeah! Messed up on a couple role players in the past, but starting to get some good ones. He took a flyer on Julius Randle. Yeah, yeah, Julius. But you know what's funny about Julius Randle? That is Magic Johnson's slip up. Because when Magic has showed up in, on the Lakers that year that he got LeBron, he actually let Randle go for nothing, which is crazy. Cause Randall was like a, he was a top pick, man. He was like a, at least a top six pick, and he just let him walk for nothing and go to the Pelicans. So that that slip up when I seen Randall first coming to New York, I was like, yo, the Knicks could finally capitalize off another team slip up, because I've seen other plays that the Knicks used to have end up leaving the Knicks and then being mad nice elsewhere, like Trevor Ariza, you know what I'm saying? Like other plays like that, you see them play elsewhere, you just like fuck. It was on our squad. Like now, it's like our turn to get somebody else's like fuck up. Out of everybody, that's about to be Frank, honestly. Yeah, it me, ain't gonna be Dizzy J. It ain't gonna be Kevin. Well, I don't know about Kevin Knox, but definitely Frank's next destination. He's gonna start. He's gonna start producing at his very next destination. Yeah, once again, Frank Nilakini has only played four games out of the twenty-five games so far, which is crazy. Averaging ten minutes a game. Yo. Yeah, go ahead. My bad. No, yeah, yeah. That's I just I just wanted to point that out to the audience. Is Frank just four games played? That shit is crazy. I looked at the uh, the mixed statement on IG. I'm like, Dennis Smith only played 58 games for us for real. Yeah, just he never really got healthy like that. It's just one minute he's unhealthy, and the next minute he's just too inconsistent on his shooting and on his decision making. The shit was crazy, man. It was it was bad actually. It was bad. Pistons fans is kind of excited. I look, I've been looking at their pages online and stuff. They'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? You think he's gonna blow up in Detroit? Uh, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> that ass, man. I don't think so. <laughs> because is this? Who do they have? I mean, they got Jeremy Grant doing his thing. I don't think, I don't think they're gonna let Dennis Smith Jr. fuck up their flow, especially with Jeremy Grant's doing. 
They're not going to let him ruin that. He's doing for them probably what Randall, I'm not watching their games, but he's probably doing for them what Randall was doing for us last year. I mean, I don't know if he's making, like, screw-ups, but in terms of just being that role player to come in and put up them, them numbers for no reason. Now, yeah, Jeremy Grant, he's yeah. averaging, like, 24. He averaging, like, 24 and, like, like six. Like, he's he's actually killing it. And he's Tell me about it. He's, on my, he's carrying my fantasy. And I, I picked AD, and Jeremy Grant is killing it on my fantasy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if the Knicks could continue, like, trying to get gems like that. Because, you, like you said, Jeremy Grant could be, like, you know, our Jeremy Grant could be Julius Randle. I mean, we just don't know it. We just probably stuck on the idea of getting a superstar through free agency. Maybe this is, like, our way of getting a player. It's like getting a guy who... Julius got, Randle. Yeah. Kinda, definitely better than Jeremy Grant. More like, I would say, I would say if Julius Randle had a counterpart, it'd be probably Zach Levine. Doing for the Bulls, nah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not really comparing the two as far as skill. I'm comparing the two as far as their situations. Like, they didn't really have a home. They were yeah. looking for somewhere to go, and then some team gave them a chance. Like, that could be our come up. I don't know why the Nuggets didn't pay that man. Who? Who, who are you talking about? Jeremy Grant. Who they got starting right now? Who is it? Paul Millsap, probably? Uh, nah, they, they did offer to pay him. He wanted to take a bigger role. He wanted, oh, he wanted to be the, all right. The, the yeah, I feel that guy. too. Yeah. Talking about free agents, man. See, that's the one thing I didn't like about the D-Rose trade until I thought about it. After I thought about it, I'm like, all right, cool. He could send a message. Like, if D-Rose is happy, he's going to send, like, the message to the free agents about the Knicks is kind of already out there. Like, oh, the team turning around. But it'd be, like, really solidified if you see Derrick Rose and all people be like, happy to be here, you know what I'm saying? Like, because he left, he was literally left here, like, with mental breakdowns and stuff. Yeah. So, like... I mean, definitely... That's, other... a, that's a silver lining. I feel like that's my favorite part of the of the signing because I feel like he's going to change what free agents we get this year. Well, I mean, other players been starting to take a notice because they could just see the people that they got around the, the next players, like the development coaches. Everyone is, like, well-respected. That's on the bench. And at the same time, because of the, the COVID situation... You know, teams right now, not every team has, like, good money opportunity as New York does. So, New York looks extra appealing because they can make mad bread off the court. So, I'm telling you, man, guys, they're taking notice, man. They're definitely taking notice for sure. But at, at first, why I didn't? At first, I wasn't into it because I'm like, dang, I wanted a point guard, but I wanted a point guard at free agency. I wanted to get Kyle Lowry. So, I'm like, dang, Jared Rose, I'm like, that's not bad. Yo, speaking of Kyle Lowry, he's available. I think I think the Raptors about to pull. He's available this year. Yeah, he's available. Now he's available for trade. Like I, I believe, uh, like two days. Oh, it's like that. Yeah, the Raptors. They're like they they consider shopping dude around. Yeah. yeah. Oh dang. Yeah. I would just say do the free agency. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's gonna be. I mean, the free agency list from for 2021. It was supposed to be good, but then because everyone signed. I guess everyone's scared because the money went down a bit. Everyone took the yeah. guarantee. Now the Frisian list is not that it's not really that good. So guys gotta be digging extra hard to get gems this offseason. So like you said, man, with Randall, you know, it, it could be it could be a different come up for the fans. Like, you know, we didn't necessarily you know have a big splash of free agency, but this is our come up. Like we got a guy and we kind of built him. We took a chance on him and we built him. What free agents you? What free agents you looking at? Yo, to be honest with you, all the free agents I was looking at were like kind of guys that was on, like rookie deals, but their team was kind of waiting on Giannis to make a choice, 
So a lot of teams was fronting on some of their rookies because it was considered going after Giannis. But after Giannis signed, all them rookies signed. Like OG Ananobi, Isaiah, um, Isaac Thomas. I mean, no, Isaac, was it Isaac? Isaac something, the, the dude in oh, Orlando. Oh, Jonathan Isaac. Yeah. He, he re-signed. Like, a bunch of guys re-signed. Like, right away. It was like a domino effect. So I was like, damn. Like, 2021 looking dry, man. True. So, yo, I appreciate the one, call, yeah. man. I mean, my bad. I'm, I'm going to let you, I'm gonna let you get your it. last word off. Shit, I forgot it anyway. It's all good. I know you're you trying to wrap up. Yeah, no, no, not, not really trying to wrap up. I'm trying to I'm trying to see if someone else is going to call up, try to leave the lines open, try to get, you know, someone else's Oh, it's good. No, nah, yeah, yeah, definitely, man. I appreciate I'm on the seat. <laughs> I appreciate you calling, man. Definitely, Uh, you signed up for the email list, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah so I'm definitely hit, hit you guys up with the notifications. Probably do a better job next time and just kind of notifying everyone because you know YouTube be kind of funny with the with the notifications when you go live. This is the first live show, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, this is the first time I'm doing a live, man. You know, trying to get the feel of it, seeing what's good, chopping it up, man. It's I appreciate you calling though, man, for sure. No doubt, man. I'll be checking you out. All right, definitely, man. Stay safe out there. All right, peace. All right, peace. All right, y'all. So I'm just leaving the lines open once again. You guys check the description below. Sign up for the email list. The number will pop up right there. You guys can call up. Let me know what you think about this Derrick Rose trade. How's it going to affect the team going forward? Especially young guys like Kevin Knox, Frank Nilakina. And are they actually on Tibbs' hit list, man? They actually going to remain with this team or not? You guys let me know. Yo, Chef, man, I see you out there, boy. Pick up the phone, man. Give me a call. One to send a voicemail, press yo yo yo. What up? Yo, what's uh, good? What's good? Yo, where you from? Where you from? Uh, I grew up in Strong Island, man, but I've been in uh, South Florida for a minute. But you know, Knicks all day, man. Oh, hell yeah, man. There's mad Knicks fans down in there in Miami. You know, people in the South Beach be fronting on the heat, man. Be more Knicks Uh fans. Oh, yeah, man. You go to the games, you see more Knicks fans. That's a cool thing, though. You go to a Magic game or a Heat game, you could find, like, a good amount of Knicks fans to chill with. Yeah, yeah. Pretty Yo, cool. I have a question. In Miami, how come how come the, the, the Heat fans treat the Miami Heat like a club, man? They show up to the games, like, an hour after. <laughs> it doesn't make any yeah, sense. The it's, game starts, it's, it's empty. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a different world in Miami, you know what I mean? And I feel like since Brown left, I mean, you got fans, especially for last year, but... It's more of a, I feel like Miami's more of a dolphin town. It's more of, um, you know, you got a lot of Hurricanes fans. I'm like an hour and a half, two hours north, but, you know, you got a lot of Dolphins fans out here. I mean, there's there's Heat fans, but it ain't like, you know what I mean? I don't feel like 
anybody really rep like we do with the Knicks, you know? Hell yeah. A little Lo- different feel. Yo, low key, man. Obviously, the LeBron Those games are like... was crazy, though. You know, LeBron, when he was out here, was, you know, everybody was on the heat. But... Yeah, because, yo, Miami got them bandwagon fans. But I believe there's more Knicks fans out there because, yo, when we played them, I, them games be looking like home games. Seriously. Nah, it's, it, it is kind of, man, because you got so many people from... Because if I want to catch a game, I pretty much got Orlando or Miami, you know what I mean? Now, I'll go, I'll go visit up north and stuff, but, you know, if you try to get to those games, like, I might try to get to the game tomorrow, but if not, I'll definitely go to the one at the, um, in Orlando next week. All right, definitely. Yo, so what do you think about this D-Rose situation, man? Things are looking up? Oh, right? man, I... Yeah, I really like, um, all right, I definitely like the trade. It was, at first I was like, I don't know, man, because, um, you know, I, I was a big fan of Quickly. I'm not going to sit here and say I thought he was going to be like, uh, you know, play like he is, but I was a big fan of him, uh, of his in uh, Kentucky. So when we drafted him, I was like, yo, this kid, I'm. he just had that mentality. I was like, I think he's going to be good, but at the same time, I think um, having Rose, that gives that takes the pressure off of him, and I seen a little interview today on um, I don't know if you caught it on uh, Instagram, the New York uh, New York Knicks post, but um, he was just getting out to the hotel, and he was like, he said he was real excited. He said he um, he didn't think the trade was gonna happen, but um, he said he knows what he needs to do, and it's it's basically you know help the young guys. So I kind of feel like he knows his role. Like a lot of people think he wants to come and take um, you know quickly stay spot or he's trying to start i think he knows what he what his role is nah yeah definitely because all Um, that all that shit kind of stopped when he was in minnesota because remember remember when he had a couple of games where he was breaking out but low-key and even in minnesota he was actually slowing down and letting the other guys shine so he started like you know kind of being a more mature player back then yeah, and um, I always feel like um, even when he was like MVP mode, I mean, you know, he would score a lot more, but he he always looks for that pass. I feel like when he goes to the basket, and he's still, you know, he's not dunking like he used to. But you, I think off the dribble, I mean, that first step is still there. I mean, he's oh, not. Yeah. I feel like that that zone that they give us, they're not gonna be able to do that with him on the court because he's gonna get in that. He's gonna get in those pockets, and then he's always gonna look for the pass. So, I think th- that gives us a lot of help. Because quickly, I mean, I think he could be a point guard. Um, he played, A lot of people, I don't think, realize he played point guard in high school. You know, Cal- Coach Cal just kind of put him in that role. But um, who, who are you talking about? I think quickly? he has a point guard um, quickly. No, who, who, who are you but talking I, about um, just now? You said, you, you, said, you said Tibbs put someone in that role? Um, no, I'm saying Coach Cal. Like, I feel like he, he put um quickly into the role of being a shooting guard. Oh, I feel like okay, he's okay. more of a point guard. My bad. But um, he doesn't, you know, he looks to score first pretty much all the time. I think that's kind of his mentality. So where Derek Rose, he's going to always look to kick it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's sort of... Uh... So I think that... Uh, he's sort of like our, our version of like a Ben Gordon, man. Like, you know, quickly, he just... He kills man from the yeah. three point range. His 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 shot is actually water oh, every that, time. Yeah, that shot is crazy. I knew he had a good shot. I didn't know it was like that. I mean, he be pulling up from like twenty nine, thirty feet. I'm like, God, like, that's crazy. Yeah, and then his his, so, his floater also is crazy. He has a really good floater going into the lane. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, some people complain about it, but I'm like, I mean, if it works, man, 
You know, he's got a go-to move. He's not he's not super athletic, so I mean, he he can throw it down, but he's not really gonna, you know, he's he doesn't like get off the ground like that. So he kind of has to have a move, like a floater or something. But um, yeah, that shot, that shot is like. That's crazy. Yeah, it's he crazy. But yo, it's, it's, it's only his first year for him to be. There's certain things he picks up on quick. Like uh, I believe in the last game, the way he saw the way someone was dribbling, and then he got them to travel. He kind of stood in front of them the last game. I, I believe that was. I forgot who that was on, but quickly just be making smart ass plays. I'm just like, damn, that's like some veteran shit he's doing. But it's only his first year. Yeah. In the league, so can you imagine like? Yeah. As more time goes on, this dude's just gonna be. Crafty motherfucker, sort of like a, you know how slick yeah. how slick D Wade is at times, the way he gets fouls or he gets cheap points. Like mm-hmm. quickly seems like he's that that type of guy who could be really slick, get some slick steals, you know, cheap fouls, like you know, quick two points. Like he seems like that sort of player. Yeah, he's real. He's real crafty, and you know he's he's like um I think I think um PG um Paul George said it. He was like he's fearless. Cause you you could tell like he's excited you know of course if you're that age you see your favorite player you know I think you see he said had something to say to Lou Williams and then he had something to say to Dame but you know he he he's he's humble but when he gets on that court he's going at you that's what I like about him it's not like he's starstruck or he's like oh you know I'm playing this team or that team you know he's just gonna he's just gonna ball which is like you know yeah. for a rookie I mean this early that's that's a good sign, man. Yeah, definitely, know? definitely. But what do you think about Frank? Like, what's... Because Frank has a huge hive, man. Like, oh, my God, man. The Frank hive is like is like the Beyonce yeah, hive, man. man. <laughs> I don't know what the yeah, hell's going man. on Those... over there. <laughs> I mean, my thing with him, I, I don't dislike him, man, but my, the only problem, like, the problems I've had with him is him staying healthy. And then, you know, the cons- I heard, like, a lot of the coaches are kind of like the consistency. Because you have those games where... You know, he's doing all this stuff, and it's like, well, why can't you do that every night? Like, why can't you always be aggressive? I don't know if that's just his attitude or, like, he, he seems like he's a hard worker, but it's just, like, I think the consistency side of it, but it's, it's crazy he really didn't get a chance this year. But yeah. you could tell, like, I try to tell people <laughs> on these other chats, you know, people get into it um Hell yeah, know Frank other, you know, NBK fans, you know, other podcasts, but you know, they're like, um, they're always getting, you know, they're always saying, um, with Frank, he's gonna, he's gonna be this and that, but I, I don't, I don't know, man. Yo, I have a theory he just on has Frank. to show up. Yeah, I got a theory on Frank because Frank was drafted by Phil Jackson. Now, Phil Jackson, he likes those type of point guards where they don't really hog the ball, but there's nothing really special about them. Like, think about it, he has Steve Kerr. He had Frank, he had Smush Parker. I mean, uh, what was that? Yeah. Jordan Farmar, all these types of point guards, Derek yeah, Fisher. They, they never really guards, did anything you know, outside of Phil Jackson. They never really made a huge impact on other teams. And Frank is is that kind of archetype of guard. And he works under yeah. Phil Jackson. But I don't think other coaches could really utilize him in the way that Phil could in that old school triangle. And that that's where Frank's problem probably lies. It's like, Phil drafted you. Phil had a, a vision and a system for you that you, you probably could have ended up working perfect in, but now it doesn't really work. The only coach I could really see where Frank could thrive under is under Popovich. Like Popovich. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of people say Popovich. Yeah. You know. Like those type um, of coaches. I, 
No, that, that, I, I think I agree with that. Like Popovich or, you know, I hate to say it, I feel like the Heat, they just always have a plan with players, man. I don't know, like, once people get there, they just have that role. But, yeah. Um, but Frank, I mean, it'd be good to. I mean, with Frank, like, once again, this Phil Jackson has that archetype of guard. And I'm, I'm telling you, Frank, that's the only reason the Frank got drafted that high, because Phil wanted to run that triangle. You know, that season where everyone was like, triangle, triangle, Spike Lee's like, triangle, triangle. Yeah. Like, that shit was annoying, but it's like after they fired Phil, it's like, damn, Frank is just stuck. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of had him stuck. And then last year, I want to say I liked I liked a couple games I've seen him in with RJ. I felt like they had chemistry, but, I mean, it's just like he got, he got the injury. And then, you know, Tibbs, I mean, he's just not playing. I mean, if you're not ready to go, I, I feel like he has no problem just sitting people on the bench. Because I was surprised, even with DSJ, because I felt like DSJ was, you know, at least working on his defense. I'm like, all right, he'll get, like, some garbage time or at least a couple minutes here. He just, you know, even with Knox right now, I mean, I know Knox is kind of, uh, he's a player, too, where people either don't like or, you know, so a few people like him. But, um, you know, yeah, but Knox, he Knox this season, time man, right now, so. his, yeah, his jump shot has been on point. But it's like, how could he really get in rhythm when he's only playing 11 minutes a game? You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, yeah. It's it's hard, and then another thing, I, I think that's where Derrick Rose comes in. What I like about Derrick Rose, you know, um, Rivers and quickly. I mean, you know, I, I like what they bring to the table, but you could tell a lot of times they're just not looking for him. And, you know, if you if you if you, I mean, if you ball and you shoot like that, you know, you're waiting to get that pass. You don't get the pass, and then it's like people are like, oh, he's standing in the corner, but he thought he was going to get that pass. So now you're like. All right, now you're watching somebody dribble, and then they wind up shooting it. Usually Rivers, you know, he's, he doesn't – even uh, Burks, you know, he doesn't look to pass a lot. So it's just – I think with that unit, it just doesn't really work for not. So, Damn, but so, he's, so he wait, could, but, but hold up. So if that unit doesn't work, I mean, he's definitely not making an impact enough to start in the first unit. If that second unit doesn't work, then damn, like – you know, yeah. it's 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 not it's not looking good. I mean, you just mentioned Austin yeah, Rivers. But, I'm like, damn, that's that's even a uh, more crowded. You know, you know, it's more it's more people at that guard position that's crowding everything up. True. Knox and Frank to at least get some more minutes here. Yeah, no, it'll be good to see, and that that's another thing. Like, like why I like the Rose trade because I mean, I, I feel like. If Nas is in a lineup with Rose, he's gonna he's gonna get that kick out. You know what I mean? He's not gonna. I mean, of course, he likes to score. So you know, if he has the lane, he's gonna take it. But I feel like he's always kind of looking to the corner, or he's looking for those three point spot up shooters and stuff. So that could that could change a lot. That might be the reason. You know, Thibodeau's like, look, we need somebody else like this. You know, at least at least one player that I could trust to like move the ball. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? And you know the and next that, person. And no tips. knock on the other guys, but they just—I feel like when they get in that lane, that's all they're thinking about is either making a layup or, or shooting themselves. So, like, what, like which players? Which players you mean? Uh, yeah, I was saying like Rivers and quickly. Oh yeah. You know, and and Burks. Like when they come in, I feel like they're all looking to score. You know, so. And that's the shit we want from Frank. Where a guy like Rose is probably gonna look. He'll he'll look for Knox a little more. He'll look for Obi a little more. Yo, but that is that's exactly the shit that we want from Frank. We want him to be aggressive, more assertive. 
Because those guys, like you yeah. said, they're looking to take their shots. And that's where I'm just seeing Rose coming in. I'm like, where is Frank? Where is he going to fit in with all this shit? It's a lot of moving yeah. parts coming yeah, in. Yeah, there's a lot of moving pieces. I, I, I feel like I feel like there's going to be another trade coming up soon because you kind of look at all these guards and it's like, all right, you know, how many, how many guards do you have right now? And then, you know, the rotation. I, I feel like he could add maybe one more player, but... You can tell Tiz is kind of tough on those rotations, so it's like oh, he's you're not like gonna that. use him. You might as well, you might as well get some. Yeah, Tibbs has always been it, like you know? that. Tibbs has always been like that. The, the, his rotations have yeah. always been just very few. Man, he, he he likes to play the starters like 40 minutes. That's that's what he's known yeah. for. He did it in uh, he did it yeah. in Minnesota, Chicago. Yeah, he's just you know, he's real strict when it comes to it. And if you fuck up, that's what I like about him. If you fuck up, he takes you out real quick. <laughs> oh yeah, you're out. He doesn't yeah, act he like Mike D'Antoni. The other day. Like, I was like, out. damn, RJ's out of the game, but he wasn't really. You can tell. I think it was more him being tired, tired or something, because it wasn't the usual RJ last game. I mean, um, I know that he they're pretty good on the defense, but he, he just didn't look like himself. But um, yeah, the, I thought I thought would go back to him in the second half. He didn't really, you know, he just he was like over it. I'm like, damn. Yo, the Knicks had back-to-back yeah. one one p.m. games. It's very odd. Yeah, that's crazy. I've, ne- I've never seen that. Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to think when I've ever seen that before. I know it's a shortened season, but I've never seen so many um matinee games. Now I'm telling you, the you league know? the league had fucked over the Knicks. They gave the Knicks in the first leg seven back-to-backs after just having like two days off in between games. Like they didn't they, they didn't do that for any yeah. other team. Any other yeah. team, but they but they threw it at the Knicks. Knowing that, yo, they they didn't really play a game since March, and then they have a bunch of young guys, barely any preseason. They just and then you you add on top of that, you know, the COVID. So they just tossed the Knicks out there like that with that type of schedule. I'm like, yo, what if guys started getting sick and they had to get pulled from games like Kevin Durant? Yo, the lineup yeah. would be looking crazy right now. We would we would have mad losses. Like yo, yeah, and thank place. God, like nobody really had anything. You know, yeah. we really didn't have any. Bo uh, Burks went down, um, but we didn't really have any major injuries or anything. Thank, thank God. But um, yeah, they to be where we are right now. I mean, we're like six seed, seven seed, and you know, the the um, the schedule is getting a lot better right now too. No, it so, should be. I'm, I'm I'm gonna take a look at it when it comes back out. That shit should be a lot easier. In the second half, because yeah. what they did to us, I saw that shit. I was like, "Yo, they're trying to kill the Knicks. They're trying to yeah, kill yeah. the Knicks." Out I mean, here, man. they could have had us way under, yeah, way under five hundred. Yeah. So, and That's you know, a lot of those wins. I mean, everybody was kind of surprised, but the league was definitely like, "Yo, you know, they beat the Bucks, they beat the Celtics at home." Like, I remember watching that game. I had the Celtics, um, because I usually watch the Knicks broadcast, but mm-hmm. you know, the Celtics, like, they were, you know. Their uh, commentators were shocked. You know, they're like, "What?" You know what I mean? Yeah, but yo, out. come on, man. Boston, Boston got to chill out. I feel like Boston is trying to convince us that Jason Tatum and this uh, Jalen Brown they're nice, but they're not superstars. Come on, I mean, they they they, they got Toronto yeah, Raptors. Yeah, I mean, problems. I think Tatum Tatum's got it, but he's still not. Yeah, I uh, I usually write like a top fifteen and top twenty. They're definitely not in the top fifteen. I don't think. You know what I mean? I mean, Maybe they, top twenty. Yeah, they're getting but up there, but like they're, they're not, not quite they're ready not, yet. They're not like yeah, but they're good, they're good players. I, I say they're great, great players, but they're not gonna get 
I don't feel like they were going to get them over the hump. They still need one more good guy. I think they thought Kemba was that guy, but I don't know how that's working out. I don't know how it's working out with them, with them actually making him come back off an of injury early. If you, if you haven't noticed, the Boston yeah. Celtics, they have a lot of issues the way they treat guys that are injured. Like, they always make them come back too early yeah. or just they overwork them. Like, something's off that, you know? Especially with Kimber Walker, man. Yeah. It's just... They were they were already trying to trade him uh, in in the last draft. They were trying to get rid of him. Yeah, I'm hearing about that. You know that that might go down too. I think you know because they definitely want to make a push. I know they were embarrassed last year because you know I thought they were they thought they were going to get a lot further. Um, but yeah, they, they, you know, they just we'll need see. to stop trying to convince us that Jason Tatum is better than what he is. I feel like they're trying to convince us that he's a star. It's mad weird every time I yeah. see them talk about this dude. I'm like, yeah, he's nice, but he ain't get up to the next level yet. It's like, they, but they're trying to treat him yeah. as if he got up to the next level. I'm just like, uh, not yet. Yeah, I'm still waiting on that. Nah, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, that is what it is. I agree with that. Yo, yo I appreciate the call, well, yeah, man. man. Definitely. Um, yeah, definitely, man. That's good you're doing a lot the live calls. I always uh, try to keep, keep your content, man, but that's good you're doing... Um, you know, you're doing your thing. But, yeah, reach out to some of these other, um, you know, podcasts. I'll, I'll let people know, too. So you get, you know, you get those numbers up, you get some more callers and stuff. But, yeah, um, definitely. But, you know, yeah. the, th the thing is, I, I just like, I just kind of like talking about the stuff that I feel like, you know, is is needed to be, you know, talked about. I don't want to, I don't really like a bunch of filler stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always thought that stuff yeah, was pointless. Yeah, yeah. That's the reason, like, you know, I don't really post too much because I just want to talk about, like, the main yeah. things that, you know, I feel like, you know, the Knicks fans should be hearing. Because there's a lot of fluff, man. They be, they be preaching a lot of fluff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true, man. You know, you got to have your own you gotta have your own style. And then you always throw that music in there, which is nice, too, you know. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah keep doing your thing, man. I, um, I filled out the email, so I'll get the notifications. And, uh, yeah. All right, man. Appreciate, Appreciate uh, it, man. Let me talk to, talk to some Knicks. All right, definitely, man. All right. Stay up. Be safe. All right, bro. All right, once again, y'all, I'm going to leave the, the lines open. Check out the description. Hit me up. Let's chop it up. Lamb over rice, right on 8th Avenue. Let's talk about what's on your mind. All right, fellas, that's a wrap for tonight. Definitely going to get the live stream going a lot smoother for next time. Going to definitely do it a lot earlier. It's going to be days probably when the Knicks are not playing. But definitely sign up for the email list. That way you can get access to the call-in number and also notifications.